Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Podcast. Close your eyes yeah. and begin to count back from ten. Ten. You'll enter a safe place Nine. where nothing can harm you. As you begin to count back, Seven. picture yourself in a safe, warm, happy place. Six. Surrounded by two burly Five. men with lots to say. Four. <laughs> Megadeth albums. Three. Pudding. Two. And gigs. I over relaxed. Picture the smell enveloping you. I got too relaxed. Welcome back, Pudding Boys. I'm Blore. I'm Naylor. That's the first time I've introduced the Pudding Boys. It is. I think I I quite like that. I feel relaxed. I stole that completely from a dream theater album. <laughs> it's a heavy metal hamster video. Uh, what am I talking? It's a heavy metal podcast this week. Say, we could do a video. It'd be terrible. It's just sitting in your upstairs room. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be very enjoyable. People might be able to like scope it out for stealing things, though. This is where I keep all of my jewels. Yeah, this is the hoard that the dragon is sitting this on. This is my nest. <laughs> yeah, it's... um. Welcome back to Putty Boys, the podcast where we discuss something nerdy, then we ramble on about an album, and then we have some pudding. It's the most eclectic mix of dog shit you've ever heard, but we enjoy it and we do it for fun, so screw you. But this week is fairly coherent. This week, nerdy thing is heavy metal... Yeah, it's, it's probably one of the, Album the is least heavy metal. nerdy things we've done. And putting, while not heavy metal... Oh, it sounds heavy metal from yes, the way you've been... Yes, it's metal as shit. It's black metal. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good, apparently. So, nerdy time. Let's just get right into it. Nerdy time this week is nerdying nerdy over Halloween. best time. Halloween are a pop power metal band. They invented yeah. power metal. I... Maybe. I think the, so. Probably the best analogy I would give someone that had never heard them before yeah. is take what Queen is to rock music and apply that to heavy metal. Yes. And that's kind of what Halloween do. They're Silly Iron Maiden. Yeah, fun Iron Maiden. Fun Iron, Iron Maiden, Maiden, yeah. Iron Maiden with sound effects, yes. but not too much. In not twins, Dragon Force. In Twins, Iron Maiden is Arnie, Halloween are Danny DeVito. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. I I hope oh, same rule applies for Junior. I really really hope that they hear this because I think they'll get off on that. <laughs> I think they'll love that. Hel- right. So Halloween are uh, a, a heavy metal band. They are my favourite band and have been since I was fourteen or so. And uh, my brother got me their a best of box set. Phenomenal. Even if you are not into that type of music or even heavy metal in general or whatever their musicianship is insane their ability to land an album is i would say second to none that yeah when when we you did numbers of the beast, I did for, numbers halloween of the beast for halloween for before fun. before we did numbers of the beast that was before like the progenitor the yeah and you found it very difficult to rank anything. You will explain this in detail later. We found it difficult to rank anything below about a five. Like yeah. if you weren't getting any that weren't like yeah, a bop it, in their own right. Yes. Um, and whether that's because I've listened to every song so much or whatever, they they are cohesive. Cohesive? No, they're coherent. But what do you call consistent. it when something consistent? Fuck me. Yeah. This um, is not. As we've discussed uh, before, a, a language, literary, a literary podcast. podcast. Or a no. men's health or politics podcast. It is now. So we went to see Halloween in Manchester after a two-year, did we decide, delay. Yeah, we booked. you booked them... Um, Long time ago. When I was in old house as moving present that you decided because you didn't, you couldn't ask me to pay for them while I was moving house. Yeah, I thought it was a bit cheeky. Um, and, and that was 2019. And booked. Halloween tickets aren't... Stupid ghost tickets that cost like seventy quid. Yeah, bloody hell. Halloween tickets are reasonable price because for some reason, the reason why I've just explained who Halloween are at the start of the podcast is despite being around since like what the late seventies, and despite being like really good thrash band, then really good Bon Jovi ripoff in Germany, then really good power metal band, and then now just good band. They're past power metal now. They're just 
Halloween You're now. going for Halloween now. Yeah. You're going, you know... And I don't like to call them power metal so much because people will think I mean dragons and wizards and... Like, I don't think they've done they're any not dragons that. and wizards. They, no, they're not power metal in the keepers sense that we keys is They're not, yeah, they're not Hammerfall. They're not um, Dragon Force. They're not... Uh, what do you call it? Rhapsody of Fire? They're not even Blind Guardian. No, it's it's far less. It's it's far less sort of orcs and mysteries and that kind of thing, and, and far, far more, more like silly times. But then they, I, but when they, it's hard to nail them down because it's like they'll always do a song about the environment or whatever, <laughs> or they'll drop a song that sounds like it's going to be about the environment, yeah, but it's actually just being about heavy metal. mass pollution. I, let's, well, I let's not really get it. Came there. into that. So we had a fun road trip to Manchester. There's, there's no, like... I'm telling you a story, listener. And stories usually have interesting peaks and troughs and things like that. There's no, nothing, nothing a, bad is going to happen in this story. Quite a comfortable story. drive. Yeah, we had a comfortable drive Which in a car that? built by a manufacturer that wasn't me. Yeah. I, um, however, you, I did change the brakes last time they were changed. Yeah, you waited till we were on the road before you dropped that one in. Yeah. I, I kept a real close eye on the wheels for the whole journey. <laughs> Just in case we you had tinkered. nice snacks along the way. We had these McVitie's Blissfuls, Blissfuls that are like that was it. little shortbready or harder than shortbread, really, casings. A bit like Jammy Dodger, kind of. You know, the bottom of a Jammy Dodger. I like but that, but firmer. Yes, fir- Same much firmer taste, and thinner. But firmer and thinner. Yes, I. but I wouldn't like anyone to think that they taste like Jammy Dodgers because no, Jammy Dodgers is a, is a, is a low tier biscuit. Yeah, Jammy Dodgers. I'm not. Can, I'm not picking get, one out of the pack. You get the own brand Jammy Dodgers and yeah. put them out when it's your birthday at work. And unless there is a cup of tea, I won't have a Jammy Dodger Dunking at all. Dunking Jammy Dodger, warm jam elevator. Will be okay. Long way. Yeah, but having Jammy Dodger, I'm saying, is just dog shit. Caking. Um, drive to Manchester, quite smooth. Bit late. A little bit. We, we hit a bit of traffic, but it wasn't. It arduous. wasn't. Wasn't killer. It was, we, we had arrived. to leave a bit late because work, basically, didn't we? We yeah. both had work because original gig. Original gig moved. was when there's no, yeah. Yeah. Met up with our friend that was going there with us. I just did the. Met up with that. He's <laughs> super cool. Yeah, real cool. Presenter. We met up with our friend. Now, that was quite a fun one because, like, we were just walking down the road and he walked out he of walked the pub. He walked out of the, yeah, the, pub, the As the we pub. were walking along, t- trying to text him that we're walking up. Yeah. Um, the sun glinted off his head. Had, the only hiccup was that we had to get cash out. Oh, well, you say the only hiccup. You also didn't get a shirt in the end, did you? No, of course. Being so the I biggest get, Halloween fan in the world. And do you know what? I might be. I might actually be the biggest. There's other people in collector groups and stuff that might have more stuff than me and whatever like but that. none of them. But I don't think any of them could love Andy Darris quite as much as I none of them squee when they see Halloween walk around the corner over the road and have have to visibly contain themselves from running across the road and full on koala hugging Kai who is the smallest man in the world I saw essentially I saw very tall emo kid no you didn't you saw Sasha's hair before you saw Sasha yeah well yeah and and immediately is that Sasha Gertzner is that is that him and then straight behind him Kai Hansen, and then and I realised that the, the, the old woman that was walking in front of him was actually Waycath. And I, oh, I, so I, I didn't want to go like, "Hey guys," or something dumb and stupid like that. So you didn't I want just to get them swarmed by yeah, the other Halloween so fans that were milling around. I didn't go and say hi. Now, if if Michael Kiske and Andy Darris were there, if they'd finished their cheesecake, yeah, and they were there, maybe that's not us taking the piss. I don't they, know. they sort of bore out in themselves and into into they. Yeah, they, they, they sit around cheesecake. eating cheesecake, and it looks like they they, do. they could guest on both here. of them made self-deprecating fat jokes on stage <laughs> when we went to see them. They're not. They're not fat though. Then they're, they're not fat compared to like, looking down a bit. They're doing quite well. They're doing they're, fine. They're a lot older than me, and they haven't spread as much. Yes. But, um, yeah, they, they say don't meet your heroes and whatnot. If Andy Darris was there, I think I'll take the risk and meet my hero. Loads of people that have met him have said, coolest guy. So, I don't think I've ever seen, you know, like an interview or that kind of thing with him where I've not warmed to him. Yeah. And, actually, yeah, like... he, You do get the vibe, though, that you'd need to be very careful. Don't, like, fan out or be a big willy 
You know, yeah, just... don't try and talk to him about all your favourite Halloween things because he's yeah. heard it. Maybe just say thank you and move on. You yeah, know? ask don't... him what he thinks about, I don't know, something's going on at the minute. Probably not something too heavy. Yeah, no. Maybe something about the environment because he's quite... He's yeah, quite he is into... quite into that. I don't, I'd just ask him how the weather was mm. in... Uh, where does he live again? Tenerife. And <laughs> he's, he's superb, like it always. Yeah, like it always. Why do you think I live That's there? That's why I'm glistening. That's why I moved there, you idiot, from Germany. <laughs> um, no, you just say hi and move on. Right, gig. Set list. Oh, wait, before set list. That's the bad thing that happened. We had to sit through some Hammerfall. I, it's boring. I romanticise Hammerfall because I loved them when I was a teenager. See, I, I knew it was going to be boring. Do you know what really annoyed me? What? One of the good albums from when we were young. The Crimson Thunder one. Yeah, they did a medley of. What album was that called? It was Crimson Thunder. Oh, is that album. what it's called? Yeah. Follow the sign. Yeah, so they did. They start doing medley, and I thought, okay, well, they're going to do a couple of full songs. Yeah. And then, like, a bit of a medley of the others. Halloween did that quite well with the Kai bit. No, they did medley of, I think it was just the whole album. Yeah, fourth album they did. They were the good songs. That's what. That's kind of would have been quite nice to That's hear. Their fourth album, apparently. Yeah. And then the fifth one's the Unbent and Bowed and Broken. That's the one with the ice on it, isn't it? Yes, that's the Warcraft That's when one. it starts to slip. Is it? That Yeah, that's when I lose interest. There's a lot of albums now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, They're the all boring, sailed. though, yeah. They, like, they were a bit of fun when... Again, when you were you know, 14. Like, when you were 14 and Swords and Shields and Dragons was... New and exciting, a bit more acceptable, and yeah. also when they, like you said, there was less of it. Yeah, like you were, you kind of got a bit from like you, know, like you got a bit of Vikings from a Monomath, but not too much. It looks like there's like eleven a Susan of Vikings, a Susan, a Sausan. The cover art was created by Samwise Didier, who is also known for his Warcraft concept art pieces. Yeah, that's the Warcraft. Fucking album. hell, just on the nose. Yeah, no, I knew, I I remember that because we had a friend at school <laughs> who did... was into World of Warcraft, and he was pumped that their album covers... They did do a full song from it, by the way, the single, they did Hearts on Fire, didn't they? Did they? Yeah. But yeah, it was... If anything, it softened the blow that we were a bit late because we walked in halfway through and it was fine. It and was they, good like background yeah. noise while you weren't getting a shirt. After yeah, you'd so the, the, tour, the tour uh, merch van, whatever, had gotten lost somewhere and so they only had like 10 extra larges of the tour shirt. Which isn't a big deal, I hear you all say. I have the tour shirts from all the times that I've seen a whatever band. I enjoy having the tour shirt. I don't wear them. You did make a. They go in cupboard. You made a big deal about getting one. We had to get that. Like we had to basically oh, yeah. drop our stuff and run, so we weren't like we couldn't get food on the way. No, because we might have missed tour shirts. Tour yeah. shirt that didn't turn up. Because I've been in a situation where they ran out before and it annoys me yes i could get one in small because i'm not going to wear it very often but i want to be able to wear it i need to retain the option yeah uh, i don't know it just, because i'm such a, a picky bastard or a finickety grump i don't calm down i don't rest until i've done the things in my checklist that i need to do yeah you, you know i think it's super weird about having to get straight to the the merch stand i do have to get straight to it i i'll not enjoy what's happening until i've done that <laughs> However, the, the set list was brilliant. Um, I won't go too much into it because it's not a, a Halloween segment. But it, this whole thing is just to say that we had a fun time on Wednesday. How are you guys doing? We did. We forgot. I think you forget, especially the last couple of years, you didn't forget how fun Gig can be. Yeah, Gig can be really, really fun. I enjoyed Damnation this year. We've talked about mm. it. But I am more Gig over Festival. Yeah, I think I, I, just I am. am. I think I'm get, I, with age, I'm getting pickier. Yeah. Uh, we looked at we looked the other day at Bloodstock and uh, download and that kind of thing. And yeah, I just can't do it. I I resent That's... paying a hundred pounds for a day ticket yeah. for one or two bands. Yeah, we talked about the prices, but well. like I get it, I get that it's expensive to come over here and tour. I'm not slating it, and it's a no. very expensive to run festival now. Oh god, yeah, and but... it's, it's also very risky mm. to run festival. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot you know, fail. There's a lot of money poured in 
that it so you kind of deserve some kickback mm. and i don't think they actually get that much kickback not places like bloodstock i i don't I think, think bloodstock's funding a fleet of limousines no i i think he's probably they've probably got some nice cars and a nice house now you but they've been doing it a long time mm. like it's, it's a been lot a passion of work thing, yeah. it's really built from nothing and i'm you know i'm not stating i'm, I'm being very mean like big me and saying there aren't enough bands on there that I want to see. I'm a yeah. really picky twat there's, now. There's enough bands on, on download that I'd like to see, but that's a really expensive festival. I don't... I'm not that into most of the bands there, but the bands that I am really into, they've spread out. Yeah, I think they, they must have... You know, they go on Amazon. It says, oh, you like this band, so you probably like this one. They've used that to devise... To make sure the that you have to, way to line up. Yeah, because who's going that likes Baroness, that doesn't like Mastodon and Uncle Acid. Like, they're, they're synonymous. Like, hip, they're all the, hipster metal. I really like hipster The sword <laughs> and shit like that. That's what I'm talking about. They've spread those out. I think I want Bloodstock that to be a went stage. through a phase of doing a... They did three days. I think they've stopped doing it now. They did, like, a black metal day, a thrash metal day, a heavy metal day, like a power that. metal day. And I, I think they... Whether I mean, it was, I, like, I, supposed to be on purpose or... Well, I've, I've never seen the figures, obviously, because I don't work for the Bloodstock No one showed up on the black metal day. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone showed up to, to say that they had and then left. The, to be fair, the bands probably hoped that no one showed up because it's much cooler when no one listens to you. I used to be a big black metal fan. We'll <laughs> we'll talk that one day and I'll take you but down that dark and winding road one through of the woods. Days. And, um, but yeah, they did that. But I would imagine they got a lot of people just buying a day ticket and I can't imagine they make enough without to people doing camping it. and spending money around camp. Yeah. There's yeah. got to be some... Yeah. It's a big expense, and I'd probably rather just spend it all on more alternative prints of Halloween albums on vinyl or <laughs> more Lego sets or whatever that's tickling my fancy. Plastic crack at the moment, Games Workshop. You're, you're all in. I've got three <laughs> kill teams on the go now. <laughs> really? <laughs> but I bought the starter oh, yeah, set by got, myself. Oh, yeah, you've got, you've got two sides. Of- However, to, to put the little cherry on top of the German Halloween cake... I did message you the other day. <laughs> you got really weird. You name about your this kill well. team and you name your kill team members. There are ten members of Halloween. There are ten people in a veteran um, Imperial Guard army. If you or ever kill team. get to so hang they are out going to be called with your hero Andy Derrish. Don't tell him that you have a little Don't tell him that you've back. named one of your Warhammer kill team no, Andy Derrish because he's going promise. to leave very quickly and I he's going to call the police on the way out just in case you follow him. Yeah, I won't, I won't tell him anything. He's going to he's going to have the number dialed and his finger hovering over, over a call. I think the T-shirt that I've made myself <laughs> of his face from coming from the rain. Some of our audience his... is bound to be Alan Partridge fans as well. Yeah. That's, a, it, that's a crossover that's probably a fairly safe bet. <laughs> well, because we are terrible. Yeah, basically, with the radio, Alan. He's on the radio. He is the radio. I'm a fucking idiot. That's the main thing. A, that was the main thing. I do thing. like Alan Partridge, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, but there's an episode where he goes around to this fella's house and he's basically built a shrine to him and he's got like masks <laughs> of him and that kind of thing. Excellent. Yeah, it's going to be really weird when Andy Derrick comes around, but you're not doing it for a TV <laughs> show. That's just your upstairs room. Yeah. Sorry, Andy. Numbers of the Beast. Welcome again to Numbers of the Beast, Pudding Boys audience. I'm Nigger Dave, and this segment of the show, Nigger and Bloor are having a good laugh. I can't do it. <laughs> I thought you'd fuck that up a lot sooner than you did. <laughs> having well. a good long listen to a classic album. <laughs> wow! I think if I tried to do it, it would have come out like the Duck Bro. Dodgers bit where he goes on Duck Dodgers for an episode. <laughs> I sound like Duck Dodgers. <laughs> rather than Mega Dave. Uh, sorry, David. Um, yeah, he's much tougher than us if he gets oh. He's quite like a meaty dude. He's he like King of Judo or something. He's got oh, a lot he? of black belts in something. Oh, oh sorry, dude. Really We're going to be very respectful. Yes, of Megadeth. Megadeth are really good. <laughs> Megadeth are my favourite band. Since yeah, the fuck, Halloween. Yeah, thing. I. You know what? Fuck Halloween. I love Megadeth. <laughs> Welcome again to Numbers of the Beast Pudding Boys audience. In case you couldn't understand that before, this segment of the show, Naylor and I have a good long listen to a classic album and rank each song of it out of seven before averaging them out to create an album score and ranking them against the rest of that band's discography. 
quick summary on what I just said because this is the beginning of a new band so if you didn't jump in on the Iron Maiden stuff because the first half of it was when we didn't even have microphones now's a great time to jump on in pause this podcast listen to the first Megadeth album Killing is my business and business is good. And then come back and then you could do, do the scores with us. Now, the reason why we do seven is because I initially started this in my own time, just wanting to go through the Halloween songs and do the same kind of thing. So seven, keep it the seven keys. Seven's a big deal for Halloween. And it just worked. Seven was a good number. Seven, I'm looking and nodding at Naylor, telling him, yeah, seven, seven is, is good. Seven makes you commit. So we found that if you do 10, a six out of 10 sounds okay. Yeah. Um, a 7 out of 10 sounds okay it's not really making you whereas a 4 out of 7 sounds quite yeah. but actually yeah. we, we came up with it that just, one I just you can like discount it. a 4 yeah. a 4 is a good song with a little bit of slap to it a little but bit it's, of bite. Not, it's not a bop in it's own right yeah um, I've said M so many times eb 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 right uh, <laughs> right now we're working <laughs> our way through Megadeth <laughs> this week is obviously killing is my business and business is good and this is a... It's more difficult than I thought because I'm not... And we've said this last week. We're not huge into thrash. I'm not thrash head. While listening to this, I did feel my jeans tighten. I my, bought some high tops. Yeah, my, my trainers grew boot cut. And my hair my hair permed itself and grew longer. And my, my sleeves... My, my sleeves just fucking fell, fell off. off. They fell off. <laughs> this stuff started appearing they, on they, your denim jacket. They like. fell off and really um, obnoxiously long, deep black armpit hair appeared. Man. I became San Francisco <laughs> thrash guy. I did... I did feel like whacking on like a suicidal tendencies cap. And like, <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's difficult because we're not huge thrash head. And I know my... Megadeth, where I know Megadeth most is probably where a lot of people really into like the early like is it Bay City area? Is that where Thrash yeah, is from? Yeah, yeah it is, is isn't it? That's, yeah. That's just yeah. where everything's from, isn't it? Grunge, everything. No, no, Flo- death metal's like Florida and that kind of thing. I right. think. I think Florida Thrash man, is, Florida man, Florida, Florida man made death metal. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, death Florida metal. man was definitely death a more angel for a while. <laughs> yeah, death metal's just crazy thrash. Don't Thrash is really sensible. Yeah, Thrash, Thrash is the Thrash kind is of thing you listen to and you'll be on your way to your business meeting. We'll get on to that. We'll get on to that's that. A, because... That's a weird thing to be prepared for. Yeah, <laughs> prepare yourself for that, because I've got something to say about where I listen to Megadeth now when we're doing these Numbers of the Beasts. It's difficult because we're, I'm not that into Megadeth. The Megadeth I know is Cryptic Writings era, the poppier side of things. Where they kind of, where Dave Mustaine and Co have kind of calmed down a little bit. There's a lot of anger early on, directed towards Metallica mainly, but it's you know it's a real thrash album. This is a real thrash. I felt like a real thrash boy listening to it. Yeah, and it, I think cause, you know because we'd obviously just you know if you listen to another band after you've binged on a band for a while, if you've been going to a gig and you've been listening to a lot of them, yeah. it takes a little bit of time to shift. This was a big jump from late Iron Maiden to very early Megadeth. and refined and almost like put, musical storytelling. I put myself in that mindset though. When I, got, I was like, this is 1985, it's America, you've got like oppressed youth and whatnot. That, and it's like, yeah, this is kind of cool. It was really. Man, it is you a cool, are the coolest guy I know. Yeah. Oh yeah! Wow, that was. <laughs> I took my inhaler back I into my fanny pack. Just myself in half. <laughs> He's folded in I on put himself. Myself back to my I... This is going to be a great post on Twitter. That's a dumb thing to say. Put myself back, but I was thinking about that. I was thinking about 1985. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know 1985. No, but I was thinking hard. I was about thinking it. hard about it. Let's just start it because we're gonna. We're waffling, or we've been warned that the numbers of the B segments are too long. Really short album, though, so you get so a bit of Yeah, it'll be fun. Maybe we should be conscious to try and shorten it. Probably won't, because I don't care that much. Uh, <laughs> but this one's going to be long, because the first one, we had to get that stuff out of the way. Yeah, you've got to get a feel for yeah. the day. Now, we rank these songs in and around of that band. We do not compare. So what we say is a four for Megadeth does not mean it was on par with a four of Iron Maiden because we might think that Iron Maiden are better or worse. It doesn't matter. We're talking about how we feel about each song in that band's discography. A seven is a song that without question, if you put that band on, you're listening to that seven. Yeah. 
and downwards to a one is terrible for that band. A one still might be a Megadeth one is still better than a Justin Bieber seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just. So, killing is my business, and business is good. First song, last rights slash love you to death. D e t h. Loved to death. Yeah. I love to you the to death. Before Fuck we you. Do this. Fuck you. Oh, where I don't listen to them, by the way, is don't listen to Megadeth early Megadeth in car. You get really caught like, myself a few times aggressively driving. Yeah, mm. you get a little bit faster. You get a little bit calm again. Start tickling the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> Not quite. No. Not yet. Seventies. The eighties. No, <laughs> no I, I, I almost pushed past sixty-eight miles per hour. Mm. That's in what a 30. I, yeah. <laughs> no. As she, as she shot past the primary school. So, no, before. the reason I said love you to death is that's a um, type you were of negative at me song. when you said that. That's, mm, I love type of I negative. I hate type. We, we're not going to do that. I'm not putting yeah, myself through that. I'm going to pull like a trump card. What did you give this out of seven? I gave it a two. Whoa! For two reasons. One, I don't... They kept intro short. Intro, Intro's great. Intro's okay. Last Rice was nice. But love to death. Do you know what? I, I I think I probably struggled with it a bit because I was coming in off a, ve- a couple of very different bands, mm. and it's probably a bit. Th- but it, it just felt all over the place, but not in a like fun, thrashy way. That's crazy. I know. I thought it. I I felt it was all over the place in I a hate fun, the thrashy verse. way. I hate the I verse. The verse four. is just like full sounds like him dropping his guitar down the stairs. No, I like it. Please don't hit me, Mega Dave. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, we both we mean it was a seven. Yeah. Best, best uh, no, I gave it a sport. I liked it. I'm I, I'm never listening to it off the album. Yeah, I'll probably skip it if I'm on the album, and the album's not very long. No. Um. Apologies to everyone listening, but it's going to happen quite a lot. I won't be able to stop myself from doing the Mega Dave voice. <laughs> Despite, I'm going to listen back to this, and I'm going to think I actually. I'm not very good at doing that. You had that. like 10 albums. And I'm still going to do you it. You had like 10 episodes of him doing Moonchild yeah. after Seventh Son of a Seventh Son, so you're used to it by now. And I'm really hard, fighting hard not to do it now. What, Moonchild? <laughs> because it'll ruin. Killing is my business, and business is good. <laughs> what did you give it? I gave it a four. I gave it a three. It's. I don't think it's as good as Love to Death. Uh, you clearly I, think it's a lot I liked better. it more. You think it's twice as good. I think it, I liked it more because Love to Death had finished. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much else to say about it though. No, apart it gets from on it being the title track, it's a very, it's a very thrashy thrash song. Not like. a lot to say about any of the concepts on any of the songs. No, we're not going to be doing unless it. they're going over my head. Well, no, I don't think we're going to be doing. A lot of this is going to be like that. You know, a lot corporations of this is, I've just are killing out of dudes. Metallica. I'm angry. Corporation bad. War bad, but also war cool. Yeah, war, war bad, bad but, but cool. cool. Um, so th- yeah, this is gonna be a lot of that at the moment. Skull beneath the skin. Got another four. I gave that one another it's three. A good thrash song. I enjoyed it, but not as much as Love to Death. <laughs> Says a lot about why. Mm. Hop Rattlehead. This Did you say that Rattlehead was then the nickname of their? Um, I think it's Vic Rattlehead, isn't it? Their um, Vic Rattlehead. Where their, their version of Eddie. Yes, he is Vic Vic Raffle. Yeah, Vic Rattlehead. Vic Rattlehead. That's a dumb name. He looks cool though. I love him. Uh, I don't think he should ever have appeared on stage. That looks bad. That looks like a a poor Slenderman cosplay. But the artwork is always oh, cool. He, I've not seen him on stage. Yeah, it's not fun. Rattlehead, the song I gave a six because it's where the album actually caught me. Yeah. After that's... this, the rest of the album's better. Going back the second time was better because this was coming. coming. It's a I I like it a lot. Battled between five and six. I've I'm a bigger Megadeth fan than you. Yeah. So I've been I've seen them a lot of times, a lot of times actually. Way more than them. Way if if you said have you seen Megadeth, I say oh yeah a few times. Actually, when we're doing this, kind of went back through them. We're in good double figures. You know what? I might have seen them. You will have done this. You'll have seen them. I might. Mm. You know what? I might have seen them twice. I'm I'll go into. I've got old ticket stubs from old festivals. So oh up. yeah, go through the archives. Yeah. I'm in double figures for Megadeth. Wow, like good double figures as well. Um, but they went through a phase of doing a lot of the festivals that I was yeah. doing while I was there. But Rattlehead is a, they're, it's they're a very pretty steady staple for live, and it's yeah. good. It's, it's good, a good. Yeah. Fun. It's a good six. I like that they they still bring it out. It's yeah. A, so you you give it a six? Yeah, 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 it's a strong song. Five. Oh, what? <laughs> well. 
Track five is chosen ones. I also gave it a five. I gave it a four. I it like was, it. it. I think it suffered a little bit from a come down after Rattlehead. I think Rattlehead's a real bot. No, see, I with music like this that's quite short. The we're talking yeah. three minute. Yeah, how long? Not Rattlehead's three long. minutes forty two seconds, so almost four minutes. But after Iron Maiden, that's positively radio play. Um, so. I find I get like I just go up and up. I get keep getting pumped and pumped. I don't think I'm going to get any la- end of album fatigue with Megadeth. You're probably not going to get the chance till the later albums. Yeah. Oh, they, do they, they also? Bit, do you they think they're also going to get? They get a little bit more self-indulgent. Long in the tooth. Looking down the cross. I know you want to get. I give this a four. I like the change. I now I gave it a three, so I don't dislike it as you know. Killing is my business, and the skull beneath the skin. So wait, you gave it a four? Yeah. Like you gave them a four? I, like, I gave it a three like I gave them a I three. I liked the shift. It's a bit of a different huh. feel. I found it did the... It's Oh, it's five minutes. This might be it. It did the thing. It did the... Takes about a minute to get going. Hmm. I'm impatient. I don't want... So I... On Thrash I album. haven't listened to Holy Diver as much as I should have. Oh, because because that. that intro. Yeah, the windy kind of swirly... I know exactly where to skip to, to get on every dun, track. Dun, 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 no, but dun, dun. on every track that While Heaven Wept has ever done, I can skip to when the song starts <laughs> the about halfway through. Oh, no, I love While Heaven Wept. So I gave it a three, you gave it a four. It's a good track. Mechanics. I gave that a four. I gave that a five. We are very consistent with our album. Yeah. I'm harsher on the lower end and you're... Hmm. I think this album for me is is much like I when I go back to this I've a lot of the songs on there will make their way into like a session yeah when I've done Megadeth but won't jump out I'm not putting them on no I'm going to be putting Rattlehead on though oh yeah Rattlehead's going on Rattlehead I would miss if they didn't do it like yeah now uh, there's always is, one thing to spoil the bunch mechanics are a weird one it's, it's a little bit too tied to Metallica thing and I'm going to drop a really controversial opinion here on air yeah I don't like Metallica no, nobody I don't has like ever Metallica. said that before or nobody has ever hold on we've said that like yeah, three or four every, oh, every no I'm being very sarcastic <laughs> sorry everybody hates Metallica yeah Except yeah, I think they do. Chris from the Gilmore Girls, and that should tell you all you need to know. You either you either really like th- no one's not fussed. Yeah, no one's not passionate about Metallica. Mm. Yeah, it's it's got to be either way. I'm probably way harder on them than they need to be because everywhere you go, there's a million Metallica I've logos. Really, they've let me down a few times live. I've never seen them live. Never, I, never I, had to bother. I, I wouldn't have paid to. No, no, I would have bullied you had you. Mm. Would have been funny. The last time they followed Iron Maiden, you can imagine how that went. Oh yeah, yeah that was that was embarrassing for everyone there. <laughs> anyway, we're not doing Metallica These because it's boring. Boots. These boots. These boots. Why? <laughs> why? Yeah, why? I know. Right. So it's apparently you would class this as a parody rather than a cover because lyrically there's a lot of changes. It's like yeah, it gets dirty. It, it's not funny. I'm not twelve. The thing is, they did a couple of other like parody-ish songs. They did a Sex Pistols one, I think. They did another. They did No More Mr. Nice Guy. Oh, I like No More Mr. Nice Guy. They're fun. Yeah. I enjoy those as their I don't own like little the Sex Pistols either. No, but I like their. I don't like uh, punk they do music the um, Anarchy in the UK. I think it is. And yeah. that is a thousand times better than the original. Anarchy song. Because in, in the, the UK. USA. Oh, Anarchy is in the it? USA. I think. I'm dragging back a long way, yeah. here, but I think he was well, like I look in the forward USA. to hearing yeah. that. See, it'll bring fun. that. It's still going to bring that album to a yeah. screeching like one. It's going to be why, but it's, it's better than this. Yeah. This what did you give these boots? Two. I gave it a one. I nearly went uh, to a one. I I didn't. So I, first time through any album, I'm not really listening. Hmm. I'm putting it on Getting a feel. to see. Yeah, to see if something stands out. And what stood out is by the end of this last track, I had suddenly became annoyed. And I was yeah, like, what's fair. annoying me? And what annoys me is is literally the line that's not changed, which is, these boots are made for walking and that's just what I'll do. And it's said in such a way that's like, I'm really cool for doing this. And it's like, you're not. Yeah, I mean, I've, 
I give it a two because the first time I heard it through, yeah. I actually kind of did a little kind of, oh, okay, I see what you've done. Well, you know. I, I saw, I see, I felt, I see what you've done, but I don't but like I don't it. Like, I don't care for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I don't care for this. It's, it's no Barbara Ann. No, it's no Barbara. Right, the problem is Halloween's Metal Jukebox is brilliant. Because some, Halloween did some it. Some bands have done some really fun stuff with yeah. weird covers. That was Blind Guardian, wasn't it, Barbara? Barbara was Blind Guardian, yeah. Um, Blind Guardian can cover really well. They did a cover of... That's uh, because can the immigrant everything. That well, was, no, that was Demons and Wizards. Oh, of course it was. And that's why... It, oh, that was... Yeah, that's we, John we Schaefer on guitar and Hansi on vocals. We'll, we'll get real big on Demons and Wizards one we'll day. We'll go in on it. That will be a nerdy, nerdy natter. If you say that again, I'm leaving the <laughs> That's podcast. That's what that segment's called now, Nerdy Nutter. Uh, I'm trying not to, but it's what it's called, officially. Uh, I'm going to launch you it. You just dropped a huge these boots. What was your total score? 30. So was mine. Yeah. So that would make your average score 3.75? Yeah. After 30-odd episodes? Yeah. You finally started listening to your albums. <laughs> You're a dumbass. Now... Obviously, that puts this album at the number one. It's the best Megadeth album. It's it's a lower score than I was expecting. That's seven point five out of fourteen. That's a, a lower score Just than I was off. expecting. But these boots brings it down. It, and on a short album, we said that last time. On yeah. a short a short album helps you because you haven't got much space for trash. Yeah. But if you put trash on a short album, really stings you. The yeah. assassin. I wouldn't. Yeah, the assassin. I wonder how. Fast, Mustaine got this out mm. after leaving. Well, didn't they spend I... half of their budget on drugs and oh, really? drugs and food and stuff? So they kind of, um, yeah, they had like a bit of a bad time. Yeah, they were given eight grand to put. Well, it's Wikipedia, so it's probably bollocks. But they were given eight grand to make the album, and they were given an extra four thousand because the majority of the budget was spent on drugs, alcohol, and food, prompting the group to fire the original producer and produce it themselves. Oh. Huh. It kind of you. Mm. Wait, so the producer spent the money? No, I think they just like fired him because he blamed. let them get away with it. Probably that sounds about right. They were like crazy kids at the time. Yeah, but Dave Mustaine would buy his own thing. Was like, well, didn't he get kicked shit. from Metallica for that drinking and drugs? Basically, yeah. yeah. I I do think that the first album is always hard. And that's probably why we've gone on a bit today because you do have to shift from like whatever else you've been listening he, to to do one of these. He had to. One Not of his bandmates. I don't mean for him. Oh, right. Dead easy for him. Yeah, but it wasn't for us. It's quite difficult to shift like the mindset and get into a new band. So, yeah, we kind of found it when we did Iron Maiden. You probably, you know, squeed all over Halloween as soon as you've heard the first notes of you know Walls of Jericho. Anyway, so. <laughs> Pudding of the week. Welcome back, fellows. It is I, Thomas Lethbridge, and I am once again here to bring you Pudding of the Week, this segment of the show where we learn a little about a delicious dessert from around the globe and Naylor ranks it on a scale of his choosing. This week's pudding comes all the way from Italy and is... A loud bang, followed by an unzipping sound. <laughs> Isn't it normally the other way around? <laughs> It's tiramisu. Tiramisu is a coffee-flavoured Italian dessert. It is made of ladyfingers dipped in coffee, layered with a whipped mixture of eggs, sugar and mascarpone cheese, flavoured with cocoa. The recipe for tiramisu is not found in cookbooks before the 1960s. It's not mentioned in encyclopedias or dictionaries of the 1970s, That's making ridiculous. its first appearance in 1980. I thought tiramisu would be older than you. I went a little further back when trying to find this one and had to sit around for a good long I while. I thought you'd be going into your least favourite place, monasteries and that kind of thing. And <laughs> I can go wherever I please, as long as I inhabit the correct corporeal form. Obituaries, some of my favourite reading, <laughs> for the restaurateur Ado Campiol reported that it was invented at his restaurant, La Bicherie, in Trevisio, 
on the 24th of December 1969, and it is proved that the dish was added to the restaurant's menu in 1979. That's crazy. So it erupted quite quickly from well, obviously, being on the restaurant bank. scene in the early you guys 70s. You can't see, but I am punching the air over here. Like, Thomas has done, for the first time in his you know, years I've of existence... I've brought you many he's, fine he's some, puddings. Yeah, but you did drop that weird, like, not-sweet fudge on us the other week, and I'm still a little steamed about that. I'm sorry about that. It's the first time he's ever said sorry as well. The silver foil <laughs> caught <scales>. my eye. <laughs> caught my fillings, Thomas. Farewell, boys. I'm just going to steal a... Soul. <sighs> Sip of Blaws squash and fly away. <laughs> well, he's looking well. Now, normally he flies out the door quite quickly, but the one time he says fly away... He he just wa- he's shr- still walking back really slowly. <laughs> he just shrinks real small and walked out of the room. For those of you that follow South Park, the bit where Cartman thinks he's a ghost, <laughs> so he walks away. Goodbye, that's much- Goodbye. Yeah. That's what Thomas is still mouthing at us as he steps out of the. Thomas closed the door. Fine. Not with that. Yeah. <laughs> right, we've got a tiramisu here. I need to do some. Uh, on air serving up so there's going to be some clinking this, some clanking this is a very professional some jingling and jangling politics podcast Man, this I'd... is now a spoons podcast <laughs> I bet Ronaldo doesn't have tiramisu Ren- Ronaldo won't eat tiramisu it's not watery I hope that enough. I get the spoon that hasn't just got into your waistband <laughs> <laughs> look at that oh, I that just... came out well I am, spoon. I am brilliant <laughs> at pulling spoons out of my <laughs> behind <laughs> Too close to your boy. Why did I bring two balls up? I could just eat this one out of the the tray. You goblin. <laughs> Tiramisu is the, fucking brilliant. We're trying to give the image here that we are, you know, cultured gentlemen of... <laughs> we uh, just talked about <laughs> Megadeth. <laughs> A cultured and decent band. Yes. Yes, David. <laughs> oh, man, this is a fucking good tiramisu. Mm. Holy shit. Oh. These slices might be a bit too big, but damn. <laughs> Definitely not. They're so mm. good. That is, like, that's got enough air in it as well. You know, when you get into like, the layers. It's fluffy. It's mm. fluffy. I'm so shocked that it's such a new dessert. I wasn't being funny when I said I thought we were going to be going back to like the early Middle Ages. Oh, not the early Middle Ages. Christ, no. Like, um, you know, like the kind of high English kind of period. I, I thought at the very latest Renaissance. Mm. But, then, I mean, you said something... I think uh, we think coffee, coffee earlier. is more ubiquitous than it is. Mm. Right. right. And, like, easily accessible. And... This is a very alcoholic one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. It's like... It is quite Christmassy, tiramisu. Mm. It's a wintry pudding. We've chosen a weird time oh. to have it. No. I uh-huh. disagree. You say that. A tiramisu on the veranda. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> a 9pm tiramisu. chalet. Uh, yeah. It's that yeah. with a little um, affogato. I have two puddings. Yes. I like an ice cream in my coffee and a tiramisu in my belly. Oh, is that the coffee where mm. they... Is that the ice cream ball where they pour a small coffee over it? Italian. Mm. <laughs> this, is now I, a, this is now a culture and travel podcast. Yeah. I really <laughs> enjoy Italy. Mm. Do you know what? They are very good at a lot of things. I enjoyed Luca, the Disney Pixar film, more than I probably should because Italy. We've not watched it. We keep saving it. You idiot. Watch it. It's really fun. Might do it tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. Sunday after. Big day tomorrow. As soon as you've seen it, just text me. Silencio, Bruno. It's a lot of fun. Mm. Hmm. I do. I enjoy Italy. Yeah. Mm. I wish I could go more often, but being so pale, uh, I remember when I went as child, heat stroke was a real Debbie Downer. Yeah. You forget how south Italy is. Hmm. Like, how close to the equator? But Italy's got everything you need as well. It's got mm. history. It's got pudding. It's oh, got I'll, Vespers. It's will, got Fiat 500. I will tell you the That's history of Italy. We did the history of Italy at A-level, and it was actually far more interesting than you would expect. You know, the unification Rome, and that kind that's of thing. The, thing. Like, the unification was interesting. Yeah. Things happened. Switching sides quite often, though. Not not your best mates in World War. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't put a lot of faith in Italy beyond being um holiday destination. Yeah. Italy if you get in a fight, Italy is going to be in the toilet when you know, when it all goes down. Italy isn't gonna come steaming in. But then you when you the win, he's gonna come running out mm. and hold your arm up like he was there the whole time. Yeah. He might get a dig in on the bloke that's on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and while while he was hiding in the toilet, he did a foul shit in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> he did a scared poop. I really bring World War to life. <laughs> I think he did a scared poop and killed his own citizens. To, to be fair, isn't that basically how the Italian campaign in World War Two went? Yeah. They got they got real big and loud real <laughs> quick. He did a scared poop. And they lost a couple, did a scared poo, and oh. hid in the toilets until <laughs> their mate their other mates turned up and diffused the situation and then they came out like, Oh, we're so glad we've been waiting for you. Yeah, you can hang around with us, I guess. Mm. Like now that you're like bad kid friends are too bad kid for you you can come and hang around with us we'll forgive you yeah when Italy's friends got expelled yeah and Italy had no one to hang out with yeah then they started hanging back around <laughs> with the nerds I'm sorry everyone <laughs> what scale did you choose for tiramisu okay so because you know I'm take... real full now we... I'm very you... happy though you can probably tell because you probably just heard us go <laughs> for, <laughs> for like two minutes down. but we just ate a very large piece of tiramisu each. <laughs> oh, if you if you ever get to see the pudding, if you've ever boys, seen a serve six suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> they need to start putting a serves X pudding boys <laughs> on the box. Yeah. So, because obviously this is now a travel and culture podcast, mm-hmm. and we're you know going down to the Mediterranean. I thought I'd keep a nice themed score. Can we go to Tenerife? No, we're not going to watch Andy Douglas get changed to his window. I bought a new telescope. <laughs> oh, if he ever listens to this, he's going to ban you from Halloween. Mm. He'd be within his rights. Restraining orders are there. He's got given rights. That's the song God Given Right by Halloween. It's not a great album. It's a fucking great album. So, yeah, I'm going, I'm going for a nice cultured Italian score. We're going to put this on the batting order in a cricket team. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to go and like, going to get like, on, name an Italian this, scale. Rank the, I thought you were going to rank it on like your favourite Monty Python and say it was uh, Palin. That's quite uh, okay. Italian. Yeah, that's quite it's quite an Italian thing to do. No, I bet, we're playing I bet there's a BBC series where he's driven through it in the Fiat 500. <laughs> oh God! Palin on Italy. Uh, Palin's Rome like it will be there will be a Palin series there will be and I'll have watched it and not paid attention enough hmm. it's good background viewing it, it is it's comforting yeah now we're playing cricket we could have had like <laughs> Vespa models we could have thought they were all done bikes get over it oh. <laughs> they've got two wheels and like a but now we find out that Mega Dave rides a bike. <laughs> oh shit! Mega Dave, sorry. If I get broken legs. I'm gonna kick these guys' ass. He's not wasting his time on this podcast. No, he's not gonna waste his time finding us. Right, so. A little bit, because I know you're not big on cricket. I uh, I would say I'm not big, big on, on sports yeah. at all. And I know nothing about cricket. It's probably oh, one good. of the least. So I know more about curling than I do cricket. Okay. I'm going to explain the rules of cricket. So settle in, pudding boys. Uh, the smallest summary ever of cricket. Team. Okay, because we are already at 48 minutes. Let's get to the hour. Oh, <laughs> God damn. Um, right, you have your openers. They're there to sort of steady things off, get you off a good start. So they tend to be quite slow. They tend to sort of be quite ponderous and build you a foundation in terms of getting some runs on the board. I'm what not are you expl- saying? <laughs> what the fuck are you on? You've got openers. I assumed when you said that, you meant like an opening act. No. And these people come out well, a bit slowly kind of and get the crowd going before the cricket match. <laughs> goes on so, so some of our listeners again have at least watched a game do you have to bring your own club <laughs> your stick your racket yeah but if you bring your own horse they've got, have I, right, I know they've got big shin pads and they get drunk that's <laughs> Basically, cricket team. So, you have you actually have tea on a cricket in a cricket game. You have it sounds a, dumb. You have cakes and it's great. Cricket, cricket is nice afternoon. Okay. So your number three comes in. I, I love. I love your face. This I is worth. I'm trying. 
Number three comes in after your openers and like moves things along, but they tend to be one of your best players or one of your best batters. And they're the ones that tend to score the big runs. Three and four tend to move things along. Runs are goals. Yeah, runs are goals. And you get like hundreds of runs rather than one or two goals. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like me after being a Big Mac. (laughs) 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 A bit slow at first, but then I get hundreds of runs. Five is neither here nor there. We're not going to waste time on five. But around six or seven, you normally get the guy. Are these people? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's 11 of you on a team. And a lot. from eight onwards, tends to be your bowlers. So they're doing their, they're not doing their main job. Mm. They're doing batting, but they're generally quite bad at it. And by the time you get to 11, they're spending a lot of time hiding out of the way. Bit like your, bit like Italy. Number 11 is Italy. It's ducking out of the way and then pretending that it tried to hit the ball and it just missed. But it's very relieved when it gets out and gets to go and hide back in the, uh, in the tea room. But about number seven, six or seven, you normally have a guy that comes in and just smashes the living fuck out of the ball. Oh, normally, like he's the, normally your wicketkeeper. He's, he's, he's normally a bit crazy, right? Or burly. Is he Australian usually? Well, that's the one I'm basing this off. There's an Australian lad called Adam Gilchrist, and, he's and a bit when nuts. he hit a ball, it stayed hit. <laughs> like it was <laughs> still going see now. The ball again. It's, yeah. it's still circling the earth. And Tiramisu is a number seven because you forget, and it's. It, you, you kind of you've, you have all the big fancy puddings that people talk about that take loads of effort and loads of kind of tiramisu you can get a nice tray tiramisu it's hmm. very hard to fuck up if you go to a pub and have a tiramisu it's probably going to be pretty good yeah. but if you go to like nice restaurant and have a tiramisu it's going to blow your butt mind blowing yeah. cheap tiramisu is still a great time exactly. it's still a great time just a point though by the way mm. you need 11 people to play cricket each team each team, yes, you can do curling with four. Yeah, but so um, that's high value for player. Do you know who did a who did a song video over curling? No. Hammerfall. What? The, I think it was like the Swedish national curling team won some curling. No, and Hammerfall did Hearts on Fire with the curling team. Oh my god, maybe I am power metal. <laughs> Blor, the world's biggest Hammerfall fan. God damn it. And on that bombshell, you know, forget about cricket. Just know that Blor loves Hammerfall, can't watch Andy Dewis anymore, and is going to be beaten up by Mega Dave. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Where can you find the Pudding Boys? We are available on YouTube. On the channel, Pudding Boy. <laughs> Please subscribe and leave a comment, sir. We can also be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. Remember to subscribe or follow or auto-download, whatever it's called on your platform. Please leave a review, a glowing review. We're also on Instagram, which is a fun place to check out the Sometimes strange piece of artwork I create for every episode. And this one's going to be pictures from our Halloween travels. Sorry, Andy. Sorry, Dave. Farewell. (laughs) It's a real sad way to end an episode. (laughs) Being told off a (laughs) handful. Bye!